0: you
1: Brush kids' teeth.
2: Yeah, my wife hates these. I bet she does. <laughs> she does not like them because I've done like 15 for my freshman year too. Oh, really? Yeah, I did my freshman year two years ago and last year, and I started this uh, last I was year. I mentioned that in the beginning. I remember. So she doesn't not like them. <laughs> yeah, I bet. The problem is I don't have. i was
1: have... wondering how you got away with it. Yeah, I don't have real
2: friends. So I have my <laughs> old friends that I keep in contact with through Skype and I record the conversations. <laughs> <laughs> got to
1: relive the good times, right? I guess. It's fun. Oh, okay.
2: All right, let's get back to it, West. Where were we?
1: All right, yeah. So another emergency transfer. I uh, got transferred to Castle Lebronco. It's crazy. And then... um. All done, Carter. Okay, go to bed. Um so um yeah, so I show up to zone meeting because I slept in the office the night before. I remember McDowell's clock was wicked loud. I couldn't sleep at all. Um anyway, so I show up there and it's like the seventh of September, which is like the independence day of Brazil. Yeah. And so the streets are like a madhouse in Jean Pessoa. I was working in the center. And there's like all this de Somme, Blair and whatever. Um it was a crazy day. So I show up to zone meeting, have all my stuff. And like zone meeting goes on. My bags are in the back of the chapel. And like I go to get them at the end and like one of my bags is gone. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And it was like halfway through zone meeting. We took a break and I went and like one of my bags was gone. So I was going to move him like further in the chapel. Uh-huh. So I was like, I probably shouldn't leave him at the back of the chapel. Anyway, um, so Eldor Skelton was standing next to me and he's like, dude, let's go find it. So we like run out in the street of Jean Pessoa. And of course, there's like it's a madhouse out there. We're running all over looking for my suitcase. It's gone. I'm like, dude, that sucks. Um, but the good thing is, is that I always put my journal in that, um, in that, in the outside pocket of that suitcase. Mm-hmm. But because I was in such a hurry to pack that one day, because um, you know emergency transfer, I just chucked everything in my bags wherever it fell, and just booked it out of there. And luckily, I threw my journal in my other bag, so I didn't lose my journal. So that was good. Um, so I lost my suit. So some yep. Brazilians with a suit made for a six foot three man, <laughs> which I'm sure is a waste. And like my size twelve basketball shoes. Yeah. And, and the green dragon from the MTC. I'm like, dude, yeah. what a waste. Yeah. I'm like if the three bags you took the smallest with the <laughs> anyway, that was stupid. So anyway, yeah. So my bag got stolen. I was like, all right, get me back in João Pessoa. Um, anyway, so I, I met up with Otaku Kimura. Um, and we went out to oh, Castelo Branco. Um, I don't know why that was an unusual transfer. Other than, I think I just didn't know about it. No one yeah. told me. Yeah, it wasn't an emergency. I
2: remember because we were in That's right. we were in uh, at the shopping, across the street from the shopping at some internet cafe yeah. and then we found out about all these transfers and then we go back home and we we're on the phone with somebody or someone like no, someone called the contact in Nova Natal and they came yeah. walking up to our house and said, Call the office or something like that. And so we called and yeah. like, Where is West? West is supposed yeah. to be here.
1: Like, I can see the elder's face. I can't remember his name though. I remember he's he's the one who was like, Where are you? Anyway. Yeah, so so I went there, I lived with um Elder Lake and Hiller. They were the zone leaders. Mm-hmm um they were super cool
2: yeah i like man i don't know elder lake that well but i knew hiller he was my zone leader in in the one time he was great i loved yeah
1: dude i love those guys they were awesome the problem is that house was like trunky to the max i bet (laughs) they were going home so soon and kimura Kimura was was (laughs) trunky he was just trunky. he was going home pretty soon But he just like fed into their trunkiness Mm -hmm. and I'm like still mostly novino. I mean, I've only been out, how long have I been out? I've been out nine months. So anyway, trunky to the max house. But dude, love those guys. They were awesome. (laughs) Um, They did a lot of trunky things. Like one day we went out in the forest and... We took pictures of, like, the, recreating the first vision. Feel like, there's this <laughs> beam of light coming through. Yeah. Dude, they looked awesome. Like, <laughs> it turned out amazing, but we should have been teaching people. Um, I really struggled with that. I was like, man, we got to stop sleeping until 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> 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 we need to teach some people, which we did. Like, we did. We actually taught a lot of people and baptized some really, good, some really good people when I was there. And we did. We worked hard. But, you know Kimura, he's just, like, super chill, mm-hmm. relaxed, and, um... Yeah, that yeah, was... Actually, a, I learned a lot from him. That was we pretty much... The,
2: his group was the last, uh, Marcin's group, really. Oh, was it? I don't know. Maybe. It, it feels Probably. like it. Like, after that group left, then it was a bunch of Geishwant and missionaries.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so they were, you know, it was a little different. They were very President Marcin's still, and, um... But, no, I love those guys. It was a cool house. I turned 20 when I was there, and they, like, made me brownies and stuff. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, they were – that was an awesome house. It was a lot of fun. Um, then uh, Lake and Hiller were there, and they baptized, like, this really poor family, lived on this granja. Uh, they, like, they kept it for someone else, some guy who had some money, I guess. Yeah. But they lived there. It was, like, this huge family. Mm-hmm. And uh, they baptized, like, all the kids. The parents could get baptized because, like, they weren't legally married. And the guy married some guy when he's 16, and they're still legally married or something. And, you know, one of those typical family stories. But the family was, like, amazing. So they baptized them. And they started working with that family. But then they got transferred out. um, And I think we got got New Zone leaders. But then it was just Kimora and I were the only ones left in that ward. So we kind of took over that family as our own. Uh-huh. And dude, they were awesome. Like they gave us so many referrals. They were great. Um see so yeah, I was with Kimura for a while and then um then Mekum came in and uh took his spot. So he was my senior. oh man, we had so much fun. <laughs> um so we went out to this family like every day on the Granja and they'd like they'd like chop down coconuts and like we drink coconut water and they like we asked them once to give us we did like the um, no Way thing, like, oh, it's raining and who are you going to save? And they gave us like a list of like 12 people. And we're like, no, you can do better than that. We came back and they had a list of 400 people for us to teach. <laughs> it was incredible. Like, they had a whole notebook full of names. And they're like, we want to save all these people in this notebook. And we're like, all right, let's start with number one. <laughs> and like, we seriously baptized, like, the whole flavella like, and they were awesome people, like, they were, like, their friends and family, yeah. and they were, like, all so converted, it was amazing, like, we just, like, tore it up and baptized so many people, like, good, like, obviously, we didn't baptize any the moms and dads, because none of them were, like, legally married, yeah. Uh, which is so unfortunate, because they were awesome, like, some of the most amazing people I met, some of the moms, um, like, one, her name was, like, Bessie, she was, like, my mom, I adopted her as my mom. And she loved us, and she was so strong, and like had such a strong testimony. But like her husband was just like a safado; he wouldn't, he just wouldn't marry her. But they didn't have to get divorced or anything. And like we pushed him on it for the whole time I was in that area. And he finally said he would do it. We met him at the downtown, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to do it." I almost punched him in the face. I was so mad. And I was like, "Dude, we're going to do everything for you. All you have to do is just get married. You've been together for 20 years. Just anyway." Um, but yeah, we, Mika and I had so much fun. Uh, he always made fun of me cause I tripped and farted all the time. <laughs> He's like, you're the trippiest, fartiest companion I've ever had. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Didn't, um, I think
2: in, that's what we did in Kaiko. We just farted all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
1: That's probably where I got used to it. I was like, Rick's didn't care. He talked about you all the time. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Mickey and I had so much fun. Oh man, yo, <laughs> you, know, you told me all these stories from Arizona, like throwing oranges at people and stuff. And mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, we had so much fun in that house together. Um, I remember he made like a coconut bra for his girlfriend and <laughs> sent it home. <laughs> I think it's the girl he married too. If I'm yeah, not... he talked about his girlfriend with you.
2: That's, yeah, he that was like about a. It was a big secret. Like, he never talked about his
1: girlfriend. I know. One time we were talking at night, he's like, I don't even know why I'm telling you all this. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why either. But We just, like, opened up to each other, just, like, shared all our life secrets and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> and then he always talked about you, and then you always talked about him. So I felt like I, like, already knew him before I even met him. Yeah. So... You guys were like dating on the mission or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the third wheel in your relationship. <laughs> uh, no, it. it was so much fun. That was a great place. I really loved that area. It's like the it's like an area I felt like I owned because like I was there for a long time. Yeah, I had three seniors when I was there. Yeah, I had, like, Kimora, Why? Why, why I had, weren't you a senior? <laughs> I was still junior. I know. Why were you a senior? <laughs> I didn't become senior until like after a year. Like, it was like right at a year. Yeah. Um, you're just a really good junior, was the problem. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'm just one of those support
2: people. <laughs> it was uh, fun. Like, you did great wherever you went. So it's not like it's.
1: And I was always
2: there for emergency transfers. <laughs> yeah, <I was laughs> that's what they did. West. I hope you're all right. <laughs> we don't want to put Wes as a senior because then we need a, a backup.
1: <laughs> you're, you're
2: the backup. I guess.
1: I don't know. I was like, the Castelo Branco was like where, like I thought I was going to be called senior and I was there because I was just, I just, because I did, like I had to show Meekum the area and then Meekum left. And I think he became zone leader after that. Yeah. Um, and then I had Amari came in and then I was basically, because I'd already been there so long and I knew the area and I was already like, we were on a roll. Yeah. And he just kind of like followed along. Um, but he didn't like teaching the favela. And I was like, dude, no, we gotta go in the favela. Because <laughs> he didn't like that going there after dark and stuff. In hindsight, I understand why. Because yeah. like, he's from Brazil and yeah. he knows how dangerous it is. Yeah. I'm <laughs> this stupid American. We had like, no, no idea.
2: Was João Vinci Trace and Kaiko ever dangerous?
1: I'm, I'm sure it was terrible.
2: Kaiko seemed like the safest place. It was like a hometown. Yeah. Eating, cut, eating uh, ice cream on the way back from the church, walking back to our house, yelling yeah. at dogs i was i would never felt threatened dude, we were so
1: naive. because thinking back now like i'm thinking about going back with my wife and i'm like dude i wouldn't go to half the places i served in because yep. we would get shot yep like i remember this area is called timbo was the favela and like people would be like did you hear those gunshots we're like no and they're like dude someone just died down there mm-hmm. i'm like really so i look down expecting like chaos nothing people just walking around like nothing happened yeah but i did, i remember sometimes we would be teaching lessons we heard gunshots and i'd just be like it didn't even phase me no nope. we were so now, dumb like <laughs> back here if i hear gunshots i'm like what the freak <laughs> like, like walk your doors hide under the bed i mean yeah i work in the middle
2: of north las vegas and all the neighborhoods around me are so scary
1: <laughs> yeah that's where well i because i live on base and uh-huh. it's a terrible place mm-hmm. like in north northeast Vegas, it's so sketchy. Yep. Like I, I forbid my wife from like you cannot go to any of the stores around here after dark. It's so bad. Yep. She got followed by some guy once at Walmart. It's like, hey, you want to smoke some reefer with me? He like followed her all through Walmart. She was like, we'll get a manager to walk her out. I'm like, never again. I <laughs> keep going out after dark. <laughs> those are the places we went all the time after dark, and we didn't even care. Yep. So anyway. um so yeah, Amari had a brain, so he didn't want to go. Out. And I was like, "No way, man! We got to go to the favela because that was like we baptized so many good people down there." Um, but yeah, so I was with him for a little while. I wasn't with him very long. Um, yeah, I spent like Christmas there. Um, so yeah, I was there through December. Uh, then, then after that, um, I stayed there for a while, and then I was then I was called to be senior. After i have been out just over a year, I think. Um, and I got transferred to Centenario in Campina Grande. And uh, Elder Bowen was my companion. And uh, he was super fresh. I think he only been out like six weeks or something. Okay. Um, and he didn't speak like any Portuguese at all. And he was like, he's like me basically when he was new. He was just like so lost. <laughs> um, and he had been with Elder Park. Um, Park. Park was his trainer mm-hmm. and uh, they only had like one contact that they were teaching. It was like this super moly guy who was never going to get married. And like they invested all their time in this guy. And like Park told Bowen before he was like, like Bowen, you have to baptize this guy. And I went and met the guy and I was like, dude, we got to catch this guy. He's <laughs> like, Rick's would have dropped him on the first discussion. <laughs> I, know. I know, but he was just like. I don't know, like they had to get divorced and married, like so much work. And he was just like not even motivated. Mm-hmm. But, and I was just like, and that was like my only lead I had in the area. I didn't know the area at all. And like Bowen didn't know anything because he was like super noveno. And I was just like, I had no idea what to do. I was so lost. That was like the hardest time of my mission. <laughs> I felt like I was like brand new again. Mm-hmm. And it was just like so hard. Yep. And like the people there were just like don't oh, know. it was hard. Like I tried to like win over the ward members. And, like I like, started with nothing. Oh man, I remember just like sitting on the curb sometimes, just like putting my hands in my face. I was like, "What am I doing?" And Bowen just like staring at me, like, "Dude, what's wrong with you?" He's like, "This is a normal mission. <laughs> this, is real, <laughs> this is what you do." It's like, "No, I
2: just came from the best areas."
1: <laughs> I know. Like I'd just been on fire in my last year because I knew it like the back of my hand, and like we were baptizing like crazy and. Mm-hmm. I went here, and it was just, oh, man, it was so hard. Um, and, like, President, like, forbade me from speaking English to Bowen at one point. <laughs> He's like, you can't speak English anymore because he needs to learn Portuguese. Um, then he got transferred. He got transferred after that. Was um, it just you two in the, we in fun the house? Oh, yeah. So in the house was Elder Glenn, which I love that guy. Um, Glenn was awesome. He was, like, so spiritual and, like, funny. And an amazing basketball player. He was a, he was so cool. Like he like tell me all these stories from like growing up and I think it was like Salem, Utah. Um I love me and Glenn would like to stay up at night talking all the time. And uh <laughs> it was funny because I cut his hair once <laughs> and the clip fell off when I was fading it in the back and I <laughs> shaved his head. I put this big old chunk in the back of his head, like right where you fade it in the back. It looked so bad. He didn't even care. He's like, I don't care. Whatever. It's like, I can't see it anyway. And every time I saw him, I was like, dude, can I just shave your head so it looks even? He's like, nope, just leave it. I'm like, no. So I have to look at it every day. (laughs) Who was with Glenn? Uh, Glenn was with Elder uh, Jason. Um, Yeah, so he's with Jason at first. And then he had Elder Mauricio after that um but yeah so we lived together uh there in campina grande we had a lot of fun and the uh, bowen was hilarious i loved bowen he was so funny um every one time i caught him looking at he's looking at espn or something on p day i was like bowen dude you're not supposed to do that he was just like oh come on man <laughs> he's like you gotta give me something i'm dying here <laughs> and i was like "All right." <laughs> I made a website on in my P days. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm awesome at tripod or whatever. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, he was because he just loved sports and he like he ran cross country for like college and stuff and, um, yeah, he was cool. I liked Bowen. He was so funny. Um, yeah. So I was with, I was with him for a little while. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Oh, then after he left, I had Elder Antonelli. Yeah, he, he's he great. Yeah. Oh and he was he was awesome. Yeah, I Birch trained him
2: in Kaiko. So oh, I was yeah? there when he was in Novino. He was great. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, he yeah, he said he knew you. Um he, he's such a hard worker, such a good kid.
2: hmm
1: I love that kid. Um and he was like he really was trying to learn English with me. He had the funniest accent too. He did. I loved his accent. <laughs> his accent was so good. He's like interior. or yeah. <laughs> I loved it, man. Yeah. I think I picked up his accent being with him. That I loved the way he talked. Yep. Uh, oh man, I love that kid. He was such a good worker. Um, just such a good missionary. Had so much fun with him. Um, but yeah, he was like trying to learn English. So we'd speak English in the streets. And he was like so dedicated to learning English. Um, really good learner. And just real spiritual. Just He was like So such a good missionary overall. I really liked being with him. Mm -hmm. Um he he, like wrote his girlfriend like every single day Mm -hmm. on the mission. And I was like, dude I was like, you're not supposed to do that. (laughs) And he's like, I know, but see, I think he cut back a little, but um (laughs) I guess like she broke up with him later in the mission and then he like made did you hear about this? No. Like you know the baptism Simon did, like the wave with like the arrow going down? Yeah. He got every letter she sent him. And made that huge figure of it, and then like burnt all the letters. <laughs> I can't remember who told me that, but I was like, "That's awesome!" <laughs> that was the one, two,
2: three baptize symbol. Un, dois, yeah, tres, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that was later in the mission, but I was with him. He was, yeah, he was awesome. Um, yeah, he was. He was a lot of. He was great, and we had some like great spiritual experiences. Like and there's there was this one kid there. His name was Tiago, and like all the missionaries, were like dude, watch out for this kid. He's he'll just try to mess with you and Bible bash you and whatever. He's a really smart kid. Um, and so anyway, like and sure enough, like I was there and I was invited to teach him. I was like, oh man, here we go. And then we start the lesson. We're like oh, God loves you. He's like God doesn't love me. And you're like oh great. He's just trying to throw off my lesson. And anyway, we started talking to him like how God really loves him, and like I got like real deep with him. And this is like this hard kid, you know, always trying to mess with the missionaries. And we like broke him down. He like cried. And like the spirit was like the strongest I like, ever felt it in my life. Like it was amazing. Like we had these two kids, like him and his friend were in tears. Like we were crying. Like the mom walked in. She's like, what's going on in here? <laughs> like It was amazing. Um Just the spirit Antonelli brought was awesome. And like, yeah. Um, but yeah, we worked with that kid. We totally changed his mind. He, he never got baptized though. He got real close, but um, when I left, he he really took it hard. Like he felt like I was abandoning him. Yeah. But um, anyway, Antonelli like, wouldn't let him go. Um, anyway, then I remember uh, Melendez came into that house too. Like he took Glenn's spot. Um, then I think I I left early again. It was another emergency transfer. Because <laughs> um, I remember I'd been there six. I was there seven weeks, because it was one week past transfer. And I was like, Oh, I guess I have another transfer here, then boom, phone call that next Monday or whatever. So I can't remember what that emergen. Oh yeah. Someone was watching the final four. That's what it was. Oh yeah. Because it was the March. Yeah. Someone was watching March Madness up in Natal or something. Yep. And someone else went to the movies. I don't know. So something so, yeah, small and it,
2: something small and insignificant that Martines
1: wouldn't care about. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Anyway, so they called up West. I'm like, West, you're leaving again. So I'm like, all right. So I went up to um, Panamarin up uh, yeah. in Natal. Um, and I took Elder Tyler's spot. He was with Keister. Okay. Um, so Keister, was he's the blonde-haired, blue-eyed from southern Brazil down in Londrina. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought he was American because he's whiter than most of us. Yep. Um, and he spoke English better than I did. Yep. Uh, and uh, so it's kind of unfair. He spoke English and Portuguese better than me. Um, Do you remember but, how bad I was at Portuguese? <laughs> yeah. I remember asking you questions. I'm like, hey Rex, when do you use like the future pretense? And you're like, I don't even really know what that is <laughs> <laughs> And so like you'd start like making stuff up like You're like Sibl say Astasia Preparado i Batizado Mike Dean Rex, that's not how you say it. <laughs> I was so bad. <laughs> I was just like I never got, never got better. <laughs> they totally corrected you and everyone understood you, so it didn't matter. I know. And I was like, dude, hey, man, he's baptizing like crazy. Just do what Rick does. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yes, yeah, so I showed up there. Um, I was with Keister. I lived with um, uh, Elder Santos and Rogerio. Um I don't know He when was you, new. I don't know. When I was there. Santos had been there a while. I think he's our district leader. um so I was there with them. So I was with Keister for like, how long was I there? I was only with him for, I think, just those five weeks. Um, when I was there, I had another ingrown toenail really bad. I went to the doctor. He's like, no, that's just infected. Give me antibiotics. And then I started taking those, and I got so sick on the antibiotics. I felt like death. I went back to the hospital, and they're like, nope, keep taking antibiotics. And then, like, I remember I was walking in the street, and I, like, stubbed my toe, and it hurt like death. And then I and then like I stepped in mud and I bent over to wipe my shoe off. And then everything in my pocket fell into a puddle. And it was just And Keister was like, dude, if that had been Elder Tyler, he'd be breaking stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It was like one of like the worst days. I was so sick. I just felt awful. My toe hurt so bad. And I was like, dude, it's ingrown. Cut it out, please. And he's just like, Nope, take more antibiotics. So I had to go back a third time to the hospital. And I was like, I need to see a different doctor. And finally, like, some surgeon or something cut my toenail out and, like, cauterized it. You could, like, smell the burning flesh. And I was like, hey, I don't care. He numbed it up this time. You can do whatever you want. So, um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with there. We had some good baptisms, some strong people. Um, I remember all the girls would pass by and they'd, like, cat call at him. <laughs> they'd be like, oi, cachinho. Um, they'd always call him the American. Uh, I'm like, Oi Alimão, fala Inglês. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, they loved Keister. He was, he was cool. I liked Keister. I learned a lot from him. He's a really good guy. Had a lot of fun with him. Um, And he always messed with, because, did you know uh, Rogério at all? You probably, I don't know if you know him, but he kind of had a temper and like, sort of always like, provoke him. he was always be like, tan nervoso, tan nervoso. <laughs> it was funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was there with him for a while and then, then it was just like I had companions like crazy. The Keister for five weeks and then Elder Weber came in. Did you ever meet him?
2: No, I heard a lot about Weber though. Weber yeah, so,
1: so yeah, so he was um so he was Novinho. He only had like six weeks and so, dude he had the fire, man. He was like he like had this whole plan of like how he's gonna be called district leader at I don't know, like senior at 12 weeks, district leader or whatever, zone leader, AP. He like, he like this whole thing mapped out, and he was like so serious about it. And I was just like, all right. <laughs> but anyway, he worked so hard. And um, he was just so funny. I love that kid. But I am only with him for two weeks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another emergency transfer happened. Um, what, what month are we in? Oh, see, now we're in – this is April of 2005. Okay when I was in Panamarin, and then um, Weber, yeah, Weber came in, that was like May, and then I had Elder Monsano come in, like two weeks after that or something, um, I was with Elder Monsano just for like two weeks up there, uh, he's a good kid, I liked him, he did a lot, of, I think he did like jiu-jitsu or something, or <laughs> judo, Brazilian jiu-jitsu or something, um, yeah, I wasn't with him very long. And then, um, and then I got emergency transferred again, um, two weeks before the transfer was up. Do you
2: know wh- why? Did they ever tell you like the reasons?
1: Uh, let's see. So the one to so one, one was the Nova final Natal, four. Yeah. So the one in Nova Natal was that was the Fourth so of
2: July party at this sister's yeah, that house. Yeah, party at
1: the sister's house. My very first one was because Baptista didn't go along with his companion. Mm-hmm. and then then there was the sisters had the party in nova Natal, mm-hmm. and then the next one was like the final four, and then this one was i think Humwaldo was sick or hurt his knee or i don't know something something like that happened i i don't I don't remember exactly what happened, but um so i wasn't in Panamarine very long um so then I got transferred two weeks- i think it was two weeks before the transfer, so i went to I went to Catolet I was with Elder Walsh uh, he mm-hmm. was from Arizona and um, in the house was Snell. He only had two weeks left in his mission and he was with Elder Dane yeah. um, so that was the I walked into that house and those guys were nuts man <laughs> like' cause, like Snell remember, Snell was like so he's just such a good missionary his whole mission and then like I saw him like trunky and it was so weird. Because I just remember him, like, in, in uh, Kaiko, he, like, made a year, and he, like, had all these goals, and he was, like, so... And then, like, he was, like, he only had two weeks left, and they were just, like, joking around all the time. Um, but it was fun. Like, I loved, those guys were fun to be with. But I was only with them for, like, two weeks, and then everyone changed in the house but me. Um, so, yeah, um, I liked being with Walsh. He was, he was a funny kid. He played the guitar and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember... What happened? Oh yeah, and then so then after that happened, um so McDowell came to the house with Elder Kiermeier. he was Brazilian. Okay. Uh, and then I was and then I trained Mateos. Um so he came in, you probably didn't know him, right? No. Yeah, so that was um that was a that was a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard I forgot I wasn't going to say his name um, <laughs> but uh, anyway yes yeah, so I trained him yeah, I think I was going to say his name so I was going to say a lot of stuff but <laughs> anyway go back and edit that out Ricks <laughs> I'm not editing anyway, anything it
2: doesn't matter he's not going to listen anyway he's not on Facebook I don't think
1: <laughs> no so it was really hard because he'd been like a short-term missionary down in Rio for like a year or something, on and off. So he's like just kind of like that filler-in guy. So in his mind, the mission was just like, you'll hang out, you chill, whatever. Um, he was actually in my brother's mission. My brother's down in Rio. Same okay. time I was in Pessoa. Yeah. So my brother like remembered him when I asked him about him. He was like, oh yeah, I know him. <laughs> but um, oh, it's so hard because he was like really overweight. And he was really slow. Like he couldn't walk fast at all. And um, his idea of the mission was just, like, you go, you have a good time, whatever. I was like, dude, your salvation depends on how hard you work. He's like, dude, you're crazy. I'm like, it's in the scriptures, man. Like, you got to take advantage of the opportunities in your life and make the most of them. And he's just like, dude, you're crazy. I was like, okay. But, like, I found out, like, he had never read the Book of Mormon all the way through. Um, He had just gone through the temple, like, right before he came up. Mm -hmm. Um, so he 's like still pretty new um didn 't like have a real deep testimony yet. I think that was a lot of what it was, yeah, but he was just like he just did not want to work as hard as I did at all. um He just wanted to like take it easy like I remember we went to like cardiologist appointments and he had like echo done on his heart, and he got new glasses and then i don 't know we like We did all this extra stuff and I was like, dude, we got to go teach some people. Yeah. It was like killing me. Um, And then like on the street, like McDowell's like, dude, why does he walk 20 feet behind you? (laughs) And I was like, I just can't walk that slow. (laughs) You're a giant with huge legs. (laughs) I know. They've been walking for over a year, like Mm. nonstop. Anyway, so it was, it was tough. And then, um, but I'm, you know, I still worked hard, had some really good baptisms. Um, we drafted this one girl that was really awesome. We actually found her in, in the area book, like the one area book success story of my mission. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was just like searching for ideas because like the previous elders were like, dude, this area sucks. Dude, they called it like Chateau Like no one wanted to be there, but I actually love the area. i like one over the members and worked really hard. It was, like the ward mission leader there was like, uh, he was hard to get along with. Um, like I got along well well with him and uh anyway I got like, a good time there. In fact it was like a people. But then my companion fell in love with one like that girl we baptized. And um so one Sunday I was like giving a talk in church and he was down in the stand so I could still see him, right? But um I like couldn't hear him. Um but he was like passing notes to one of the members, like confessing his love for this girl we had just baptized like how he wanted to date her and all this stuff Eesh. and so the member told me about it and I was like oh crap what do I do so I talked to McDowell because he's like the district leader and he's like dude you gotta talk to Prez about this and so then but then uh, my companion found out and he was just like dude you're not even gonna talk to me about it I'm like whoa 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 you're mad at me <laughs> for going behind <laughs> your back I'm like you've been passing love notes in church and stuff <laughs> and so then he's all mad at me for like ratting him out and I'm like dude no, you got this all backwards. he hated he hated my guts, like uh it just turned into this huge mess, like so we had interviews with Prez the next day. I told Prez about it, and he's like, oh, "I don't have time for this'cause <laughs> it was like the last interview of the day, and so then he like he left the area for a few days then he came back, but he said he couldn't stand to look at my face, so <laughs> so he had to like go a threesome with someone else, and then I had to go on a threesome with McDowell and his companion and Dude, it was rough, man. I lost my son, man. It was like the prodigal son, man. I totally lost him. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, he hated me. And, oh, it just, it turned into this huge mess. And, like, him and another elder, because this other elder was, like, calling a girl in my area, because he'd been there previously. And was, like, he's calling her, like, every day. And, like, sh- this girl was, like, oh, yeah, I'd totally marry him. I love that guy. I was, like, dude, this is not good. So I mentioned it to like the zone leaders. I'm like, hey, dude, he's been calling my area. And then like he found out about that and then he hated me. So him and Matteo are so just like, they just hated my guts. I'm like, I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> you guys are the ones hitting on girls and like calling them and sending love notes in church. And then you're mad at me. <laughs> I just want to baptize people, man. <laughs> it's high school drama. Oh, but man, that was yeah. that was messy. Uh,
2: I only had to babysit one companion like that. That uh, would be the flirter. So.
1: Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, he was, that guy was a flirt. <laughs> I met him. I was like, oh, yeah, this is what Ricks was talking about. <laughs> oh, you can see every time he smiled, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that was a mess. That messed me up. I felt so bad. I was like, "Dude, I failed as a trainer," um, and like, I felt like people, like, "Oh man, people hate me in the mission." Anyway, but then I got a good. I got a really companion after that. I got a Elder Hayes. He's a Brazilian. He was new, and um, he was he was awesome. Like, he helped me out so much. He helped me get over it and move on. Uh, McDowell helped me a lot too. McDowell and I became really good friends in that house because we had been together in Ka- Kaiko. Uh-huh. And that house, like, he helped me through that. And, like, his companion, like, was threatening to kill him and stuff. He had it rough with his companion, too. Like, like he got to where he was scared of his companion. And, like, he would just go sit, like, under a street lamp, like, in the middle of the city until, like, it was time to go home and go home. Because, like, he didn't trust him. It was bad. Like, Jeez. it was so bad. I felt so bad for McDowell. McDowell got depressed. We were so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> we both had it so bad. Like... We're like, why do we have these companions that are killing us? Um, so McDowell and I became really good friends. We helped each other a lot through that time. And he got a good companion. He got older Carlos, which that kid was awesome. He was hilarious. And then I got older Hayes. They're both new Brazilians who were like were full of life and wanted to work hard. And then we just all four of us just like went to work and we just like tore it up and had a lot of fun. And it was just an awesome house again. And um I was there for like five months, as long as I ever was in any one area. Um, had a lot of fun. We did like a pizza party at the church once, and we actually like took our own oven to the church. We like wheeled it in the big wheelbarrow, <laughs> and like the bishopric was so impressed. Like, you elders go above and beyond for like anything for baptism. <laughs> it was it was awesome. We did we like tried so hard. To like, went over the ward and like do everything right. And I I really loved that area. I fell in love with it. Yeah. Had a lot of fun there. Um, yeah, so that was that was good. We got bed bugs when we were there, yeah, so bad. And we had to like sell all our furniture, get rid of all of our furniture. So every morning we woke up and there was like blood spots like all over our bed. It was so gross. And we had like bites all over our body. Um, I remember I poured bleach once on top of my bedpost and all the bed bugs came out. <laughs> it was so gross. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> And then we had to move apartments because the other one got condemned because I had, like, mold growing in it and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, that was fun. Um, Let's see. Then from Catole, so this was in, this is like, September of 2005. Um, And then after that, so I was kind of coming towards the end of my mission. And I think it was, yeah, October I got transferred out to Mamangwapi. Um, that was a cool area. I liked it there. My first companion there was Odo Sacramento, and um we didn't really get along that well. <laughs> we just did not see eye to eye like I was at the end of my mission, and I was like, I was used to doing things one way. you know I'd been doing well, and he had had a different trainer, and he just he hated everything I did, like the way I taught lessons, the way I waved at people, like the way I said hi in the street i mean everything just bugged him like everything i did bugged this guy and like i'm such a calm person but one day i remember like i just like pushed him in the middle of the street and i was like shut your mouth (laughs) and i just couldn't take it anymore and then he like apologized and he's like i'm sorry this is something i'm working on or something and then we got along fine after that but uh (laughs) I don't know what it was, but man, he just, everything I did, just fresh. He like, he'd write letters to the president. He'd like write two full pages to the president. And I'd just be like, oh, president, to está baby. Yeah, that's what I was
2: saying.
1: almost batizando. We're going to teach 10 people this week. I yeah. mean, I'd write like four sentences. Yeah. This kid's like writing like nine font, like flipping over his page, like filling the whole thing. And I'm like, dude, he hates me. <laughs> but um, anyway, so he was with me. And then um, after six weeks, he got transferred. And it's funny, he got transferred to be with another elder who, um, he, who he like didn't like at all. And he's like, what did I do to deserve this? And I was like, I know what you did to deserve this. <laughs> You're a punk. Oh, it was funny. But anyway, I mean, we got along fine after that. And uh, we worked hard. Um, and then I got my last companion. It was Elder Correa. And uh, I love that kid. That kid was awesome. He was so much fun to be with. He was a good – he killed me. So he was fun. He, like, actually played soccer for the, um, like, the Brazilian military team or whatever
2: okay. before
1: he came on the mission. So he was, like, an amazing um, soccer player. But he's, like, super humble about it. But, like, we went and played with, like, the kids once. And he like was just like doing the most ridiculous tricks I've ever seen, like the only stuff you see on TV. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's like a phenom. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just so chill about it. Like he didn't, I don't know. He's like so humble and just, he's like the coolest guy. Um, I really liked him a lot. And um, he had so much fun with me. Um, but yeah, we like met some awesome families and like I went out baptizing and teaching to like the very last day. Yeah. Doing like interviews and stuff. Cause I was like a whatever you call it, the authorized senior or whatever. So I did a lot of my own interviews and stuff. So I was just like out there alone, just interviewing and baptizing people. And um, yeah, we had worked hard till the day I left. Cool. And uh, I didn't let myself get drunky at all. I just wanted to work up until the day I left. And then. Um, did you do a mission tour? I didn't. I didn't do a mission tour because I came home a few days early so I could oh, start yeah. school. So I didn't really have a chance to do a mission tour. I didn't even get a chance to like say goodbye to my group or anything. I flew a, flew home by myself. Um, that's kind of like flew salt. Like, like I went out to Mamangwapi where I was all by myself. Did you get to go to the
2: Hesipi Temple before you left?
1: Mm-mm. I didn't do anything. Like, I just worked in, up until the very last day, and then I got on a plane. And I flew home, and that was it. I was done. How was that? It was a, uh, I don't know. Like, I was just, I was really set, and like, just I didn't want to miss a semester. Because my mind like had to graduate as fast as possible. I don't know why I felt that way. Well, but, I mean, um,
2: it's not like you can't still go to school
1: a couple of days late. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, in hindsight, like president told me that, too. He's like, he's like, you can just start late. And I was like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> like, Anyway, so I just, I seriously, I went from being on a mission all by myself. I flew home by myself, and I got in. And then, like, two days later, I started school. I was just like, bam, bam, bam. And it was Man. just really weird. Like, I was like sitting in my apartment by myself. I was like, it's, like, where's my companion? Like, yeah. It was just weird. <laughs> I was like all alone. And then you're um,
2: walking on campus alone. You're driving alone. You're
1: Yeah. And I didn't have a cell phone. And like, you know, during the mission, everybody got cell phones. Mm-hmm. I didn't have one. And so like I couldn't even like call anybody because all the pay phones had been ripped out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no one had a phone in my apartment. Like, there wasn't like an apartment phone. Right. So I was like, all lost. I was like, everyone's on cell phones. And what are these Bluetooth things everyone's talking into? And why is yeah. everyone here fat? <laughs> iPods, earbuds, yeah. pop yes, collars. New technology. So, but, yeah, that was it. That was cool. That was much the mission. You had a fun mission. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a great times. So, yeah. Um, so with you ricks for sure <laughs> that's cr- that's
2: crazy how those couple weeks or that two months or whatever in kaiko was so mm-hmm. full of stories and adventures oh, like we we missed out on so much that we could have talked about <laughs> oh we could, we could, we could do his full two
1: hours on kaiko man <laughs> we could love that place with mcdowell and snell and then <laughs> just that whole zone we were so close like We'd always do stuff together, and then like P Day Eve, which her <laughs> Mekam talked about that. Like, <laughs> we didn't know that wasn't a real thing. We thought that was like real. <laughs> yeah. We always did P Day Eve, like um, Uno Sunday night. Like go Brazilian Brazilian
2: rules matching Uno. It's so yeah, fast. so good.
1: I know. So we always like play Uno or War or something mm-hmm. or Phase 10. Um, so
2: uh,
1: favorite foods uh favorite food is uh still to this day picanha i love that stuff man every time i go to Hodizio, i was like i'm like no, no 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 just bring the picanha <laughs> like don't bring me this garbage meat i don't want any of this sausage or nothing my wife makes fun of me like when we go to Hodizio, she like she's she looks at me and she's like do you want this one i'm like yeah so she'll get a cut of it and i'll get a cut of it so i get two every time <laughs> so she knows how to play the game with me when we go to Hodizio. yeah
2: um
1: yeah, I just, I love, I love Chuhascarillas still. Um, they're all really expensive here in Vegas though. Yeah. So I went to one, it was like Yoli's. It was all right. Um, I heard Fogo de Chao is probably the best. Yeah. I haven't been there yet.
2: I haven't
1: either. But I need to go. It's so expensive here though. So I miss Tacanos. I love Tacanos in Utah. So I'd go every year for my birthday. Yep. I go About twice a year party. for my birthday and then my wife's birthday. <laughs> yep. It's here. And Heather's is in August. Mine's in September, so we go back-to-back. Oh, that's great. We go in August, beginning of September, just so we can get them back-to-back. Yep. Uh, they still send me the reminders in the mail. It makes me kind of sad every time. Yep. I can't go. <laughs> um, Favorite juice? Yeah. What's that? Favorite juice? Uh, Matakuja. I love Matakuja. Um, and then I um, love the Guadagnado Amazonas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So those were good. I love I still love Guatana. Yeah. Um, and I, I liked Antarctica and Quatch, so I can go either way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, it's Guatana. There was one brand that wasn't good. One of the cheapo brands wasn't good. Dory. I can't remember but Biggie. Maybe. I can't remember. I just remember one time I had it and it wasn't good. It tasted like it tasted like cough syrup or something. It wasn't good. Yeah. Um But yeah, that was definitely my um yeah, I love I love the maracujá, though. That was so good, and then musi de was probably my favorite dessert. That's good. Uh, that was good stuff. And then um, uh, one of the one of the favorite things to do whenever I was in Jean Passo, we'd always go to Pizza Hut, and we'd always just we'd go to the hoodies and just be like, no, 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 just bring pepperoni. <laughs> like, like, forget the corn and the peas, man. <laughs> just <it's> pepperoni. <laughs> it was almost like you were back home again, you go with all the Americans. Mm-hmm. So, um, I only got to do that for four months. I was in Baie, closest yeah. I ever came. Yeah, that was fun. Then we go bowling there. They had like the strings on top of the pin. Yep, <laughs> that was so bad, so unrealistic. <laughs> um, I never ate McDonald's when I was there, so I thought that was gross. But um, I love the pizza. The Pizza Hut was fun. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I think, what else? Favorite music? Um, favorite music, um, actually, you, you kind of introduced me to, um, was it L.S. Jack? Okay. Remember? I like I liked his stuff. I've actually bought a couple of his CDs. Um, I actually didn't mind Foho. Um, some of the Foho I thought was good. Um, it goes mostly because it just tunes the songs I already liked in English. Yeah. Like, by <laughs> way <I liked> it. <laughs> hey,
2: this is an Air Supply song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I love all that '80s love rock stuff. So, yep. Um So that's why I like a lot of the full hogs. They just do spinoffs of that stuff. Yeah, I
2: saw the uh, the More Than Words Jack Black Jimmy Fallon cover on YouTube. Uh huh. They like did a shot for shot remake of that Extreme More Than Words song. Oh of, really? Of the music video, and I watched it. And I'm like, this reminds me of Brazil. I watched this music video so many times in Brazil.
1: Yeah. So good. Yeah, so Foho wasn't that bad. I didn't mind Foho. Um,
2: Do you remember that one that... kid in uh, in Kaiko that had a drum set and a guitar, and we'd go over to his house? I think it's Joe Allison was his name. Joe Allison. Yeah, and then I'd Joe... we'd go was, play the drums and the guitar. Like no, he wasn't Bruce's. He was a longtime member, I think, and he had a guitar oh, okay. and a drum set. He lived like on the main street, like South or out of town uh, from the church and we go over and familiar. rock out on his guitar and, and drums. Yeah, I'd memorize some Legion Urbana songs and play him on the guitar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember you played guitar a few times when you get your hands on it. Yeah. Play some guitar. Um, I remember Eve used to always play the piano. He was really good at the piano. Yeah. We just like take breaks in the middle of the day, and he would like go jam on the piano. And um, I'm like, "What are we doing?" He's like, "Just taking a break." I was <laughs> like, "Okay." <laughs> 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 I had no idea what's going on. <laughs> he is really good at the, he's really good at the piano, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was fun.
2: What kind of callings have you had since you've been home?
1: Uh, since I've been home, I've been a clerk a lot. Um, finance and membership clerk. I've done that quite a few times. What
2: are do you doing now? Still, I'm
1: a membership clerk right now. It wasn't my last word in Provo. And I've been finance clerk twice. Um, I've done nursery. Been a librarian. That was an awesome calling. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm also an elders quorum instructor right now. Okay. Um. I think what else I've done. I've been in the young men's presidency, like when we were first married. I, I was scoutmaster too when I did that. A um, lot of random stuff. I haven't been like in the elders' quorum presidency or anything. Just yeah. a teacher. Um, but yeah, just clerk. I think I'm gonna be a clerk the rest of my life because every time I move <laughs> to a work, they're like, oh, you've been a clerk, huh? You know MLS? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time they find out I've already been a clerk, they just like put me into it. So I think I'm uh, doomed to be a clerk the rest of my life now. So. What song do you want okay. at the end? I don't mind it.
2: What song? That? What song do you want at the end? Um. Do you have a whole bunch? I
1: can get. I, I just
2: look on YouTube and and and, oh, just, and oh, steal yeah. the MP3
1: off of YouTube. Oh, gotcha, yeah. yeah that too. Uh, what's that one from LS Jack? Um, like, uh, Ficando Same R. Do you know that one?
2: Yeah, I think so. I have a bunch of the CDs. I just haven't
1: ripped them over to my Yeah, it's like computer. one of his most popular ones. Okay. I don't know what it's actually called. Oh, Same Hedar. That's what it's called. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you're the one that actually introduced me to him. I liked him. So I bought some of the CDs before I came home.
2: Yeah, like every
1: day, I'd go off and get CDs. And I get brought yeah, I, didn't, I didn't buy any until like my very last area. No, really? I kind of held off. I didn't have I a CD have player. Stuff. I just went <laughs> and collected. I know. I just didn't buy stuff when I was there and I regret it now. Yeah. Like I always wanted to get a Fakaron. I never got one. Yeah. Um, I did buy a Hedgie. Uh, yeah. still at my parents' house. Yeah. I don't even have it with me.
2: And Kaiko, did you get those leather hats?
1: No, that was before. no. I never got a leather hat, and I know you had you had like a bulletproof vest too.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I still have that. Yeah, when we were and moving, then, when we were moving, we had a moving company move us from Utah to Las Vegas, and they were going through the closet and putting everything I'm like, "Is this a bulletproof vest?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're darn right it is. I'm like, yeah, got it in Brazil. <laughs> Like, do you trust it? No. <laughs> I remember one day you put that on. And I was like, what the freak are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. And you used to always, like, take my stuff without asking. I did? I just, like, walked in the room and you are like, shaved with my razor. <laughs> oh, and <I'm> like, no. And <laughs> you, like, like put my sunscreen on. <laughs> i like, it's fine if you use it. Just ask me. <laughs> I don't remember doing that at all. I'm sure I did, though. Oh, man. I didn't care. I was just thought it was funny. And you told me the story about the oats and the hay. Remember that? Yep. Remember the oats. Remember the <laughs> oats. That was a good story.
2: So did you have any snakes follow you around or send you love letters?
1: I did. In uh, my second area, I got my, I got my first snake letters. It's like the girls lived across the street and uh, she wrote me this huge snake letter and like my orga thought it was so funny putting it on our fridge <laughs> um, that was like the only like one that ever like fought. she kept writing me letters she wrote me one and after that because like she always had someone else deliver it and I was like no I can't take anymore and so they just kind of stopped um, I think Brucey was our snake yeah yeah <laughs> In hindsight, yeah, definitely. Um, I was in denial all the time. Like, no, we're just baptizing him. He's a good member. Um, Yeah, all the members have jeitos, right? I know, right? (laughs) Jeitos, just the jeito in Brazil, right? Yeah, you can't Uh, tell. So many jeitos. i trying to think who else. I had some other ones. I had a girl try to kiss me. Um, Like, do you like the whole kiss on the cheek thing? She actually got one on me before I was like I was like oh like I freaked out. Um and then had some of them like do like that little snaky thing on your hand when they shake your hand. Um like the ones that always touch your shoulder and stuff. And you're like, oh just stop. Um but I didn't have to like ever leave an area or anything like that. Um is there anything else? Yeah, yeah, it, really it wasn't too bad. Hmm.
2: Anything else?
1: I'm sure there's so many things. <laughs> I took some notes today, trying to remember just kind of the highlights. But so many, so many good memories. So it's good to go back and read through them all. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So
2: I forgot all about the dogs. Snail chasing <laughs> the dogs. What? Well, yeah, I, I I know it. I mean, it's probably
1: in my journal, but I mean, yeah. I haven't thought about it in years. Oh man, that's one of my. It's <laughs> one of those memories that stuck in my head forever. Yep. So, all you know, what's crazy is so Snell lives here in Vegas. Okay. Um, and uh, so it's funny because I was on uh so I was at the hospital here because he's in the Air Force too. Yeah. He's a pilot. Yeah. And um, anyway, so like one day I was uh, I was I wanted to go deliver some babies, get some more experience, and uh, so I went up to our labor and delivery deck here in the hospital on the on the base. And I walk into the room, and it's your mom Fabiani <laughs> was in labor, and Snow was there. And I was like, like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm the doctor. I'm going <laughs> to deliver babies. <laughs> and I was like, don't worry. I'm not going to deliver this one. <laughs> it was so <laughs> random. Like, I had no idea. I, I just walked into the room expecting to deliver a baby. It was damn and so we, like, we talked for a long time, and, like, uh, so Fabiani was, like, all speaking to me in Portuguese and stuff, and all the nurses are, like, looking at me, like, what the heck? You speak Portuguese? Um, so that was awesome. Like, it was so random to have that happen. Uh, such a small world. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, I talked to them for a long time. We're actually gonna, we were going to have him over for dinner, and then, like, their kids got sick or something, and it's never happened. But um, And then I don't know if he got deployed or what. I've, I haven't heard from him in a long time, so I'm not sure. Okay. And he's like not on Facebook or anything, so I think he deleted his Facebook account. So I haven't really kept in kept in contact with him since then. But um, I, should,
2: I, I think his wife's on Facebook. I'll send her a link to the podcast.
1: Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's on Facebook. Like I see her sometimes. I think they still live here in Vegas. So I'm not sure. Um, actually, I've been meaning to. I always keep thinking I should get in contact with him and have him over or something. But um, yeah, small world. That's awesome. That was pretty funny. So. Oh, you feel good? Yeah, man. You, you feel good? like you good missed
2: it? Rick? Did you miss anything or?
1: Oh, I'm sure I missed a ton of stuff. But <laughs> that's all right. We got two hours or something of goodness. So.
2: Yeah, we got more than two hours. It's already 920.
1: Yeah. So.
2: Cool. Well, I'll put in an LES jack and I'll pick out some other songs. Cool. I'm gonna split it
1: into two. Sounds good. Who would
2: you want to have on there?
1: Who do you want to listen to? Who hasn't been on yet? Think? Um I think who else did you already did I you already did Mechum, His was hilarious. Um I think who else you did Paulson's and
2: we did Hauer, uh, Paulson, Meekum. Uh, yeah. Chaffee and Croshaw.
1: Do you keep who do you do you keep up with anybody or not really? Um, I think Glenn would be pretty interesting. Like he went to Norway for a while. Yeah, Glenn would be cool. Yeah, he was cool. He I did, think he Glenn would be sp-
2: cool. I think Weaver would be cool.
1: Yeah, I didn't know Weaver that well. Weaver's funny. Seems like he's a cool kid. Um, McDowell would be interesting. I haven't talked to him for a while. We actually kept in contact for years after the mission. Like, I went down to his wedding and stuff. Um, But then we kind of lost contact when I went to med school and stuff when I moved to Colorado. Um, He was always interesting. Uh, Snell would be interesting to talk to. Um, Yeah, this is the ones I thought of.
2: I was going to have Hoberry on one time, and she couldn't do it for whatever reason, and now she's having a baby, so we probably won't do it
1: for a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So her brother is actually a pediatrician that works here on the Air Force Base. He's in the Air Force too. Cool. He's like a developmental pediatrician. So I worked with him one day, and I was like, "Are you related to like the Roeberys? Because their dad was the institute director here in Vegas." huh. I was like, "So are you related to a uh, brother Roeberry from the institute?" He's like, "Yeah, that's my dad." I'm like is your sister Janae Roberry It's like yeah I was like yeah I started a mission with her and your dad's my institute teacher for like three years <laughs> small world small
2: world well I guess it's small a small world. world for Las Vegas Mormons pretty much
1: yeah So, I and mean, there's a lot of Mormons here but um,
2: yeah it's true
1: yeah there are a lot of people so where do you live do you live way over like on yeah, the west
2: side I live on the very northwest side
1: oh okay like further west than Aliante.
2: Way further west. Oh, okay. Aliante's is like in the middle.
1: Yeah, that's true. It is kind of in the middle.
2: So you keep on following 215 until it curves down to go south. Oh, okay. But before it curves down to go south, you turn right and keep on going up to the very end. Oh, wow. So the very, very yeah. northwest.
1: Yeah, so you're way opposite of – because we're like way northeast on the base. Mm-hmm. Way on the opposite side.
2: yeah. I work with the DOE at the um, for the national test site that's in the middle of the the range, Nellis Range. Uh huh. And my group used to work at Nellis in the RSL building. Oh really? Remote sensing laboratory, remote sensing laboratory. Yeah. So Hmm. they used to work there, but now they work at the North North Las Vegas facility
1: on uh. Losi and Lake Mead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what that is. So what do you do for work, Rix?
2: I program, make websites, make yeah. maps, develop code. That's pretty you good. Do you like it? Uh, it's hard because I don't know. <laughs> I'm learning right now.
1: <laughs> still learning your job? Yeah,
2: I'm faking it still. I haven't made it yet. But but I've been here since September doing this this stuff and they haven't fired me yet so
1: that's good sign.
2: (laughs) Yep, having a baby in a couple weeks next week. Rachel's grandma just died, so we're going up to Preston, Idaho, on Monday. Oh, on Sunday, and the graveside is on Tuesday or something like that.
1: Mm, Gotcha.
2: So. I have a swimming pool in my backyard, so I'm probably going to go swimming right now since it's still 95 degrees outside.
1: <laughs> Heck yeah, it is. Yeah, I took my boys to the pool today. We were there for like two hours. So hot. It's wicked hot. Well, cool, cold. man.
2: Well, this will be fun to post, and it's, it's good talking to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's great talking to you, Rick. The dogs. That's oh, great. Man. All right, so cool. Funny. Well, see ya. Alright, see you later,
0: Rick. <laughs> eu mas eu não sei quem sou. Me falta um pedaço teu Preciso me achar, mas em qualquer lugar estou Rodando sem direção Eu vou Um sem rata Voando a procurar Quem sabe o indício teu Queimando toda a fé Seja o que Deus quiser Eu sei Que amargo é o um mundo sem você Você me to Apareceu Vou ficando sem ar O mundo me esqueceu Meu sol escureceu Vou ficando sem ar Esperando você voltar Sei quem sou. Me falta um pedaço teu, queimando toda a fé. Seja o que Deus quiser, eu sei. Que amargo é um mundo sem você. Você me entorpeceu e desapareceu. O mundo me esqueceu. Meu sol escureceu. Vou ficando sem ar, esperando você. Escrevendo É você Você me entorpeceu E desapareceu Vou ficando sem ar O mundo me esqueceu mas sol escureceu Vou ficando sem ar esperado você